When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. And welcome to a very special episode of the Terry Scottish Football Podcast. We are trying remotely the very first full-on Terry Scottish Football Podcast quiz. It's going to be Edinburgh versus Glasgow today. It's Salt and Vinegar versus Salt and Sauce. It's Bell and Sebastian versus Idlewild. Edinburgh Castle versus Kelvin Grove Art Gallery and Museum. John Leslie versus Tommy Sheridan. <laughs> um, and what we have here is we have Joel Sked and Craig Fowler representing Edinburgh against uh, Graham Thulis and Robert Bothwick, neither of whom are actually from Glasgow, I suppose, representing Glasgow. So, oh. welcome, all four of you. Pleasure to be here. Um, I'm scared. We're, <laughs> um, we're, what we're basically going to do is run through a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of quiz questions, as a quiz would normally operate like, and uh, we will see which city proves to have a superior footballing knowledge. I have loads of questions prepared, but we are going to try and limit to about an hour, so we'll wait and see exactly how many rounds we get through. I wouldn't like to put a number on it, um, but we are going to start with a kind of classic round of the, the quiz genre, which is Mastermind. And so both, all four players have picked their favourite topic um, that they want to answer questions on, but we're going to start with, with one from each team, and then we'll do the other two later on in the show. So we will start with uh, Robert Bothwick and Craig Fowler, um, and we will start very first with Rob. And Rob, your special subject, would you like to tell us what it is and why you picked it? Uh, yes, it is Heart of Midlothian's 2005-2006 season, uh, and I picked it because it's probably the only thing that I'm heavily knowledgeable on, famous last words, uh, <laughs> in Scottish football. So yeah, that is, that is my uh, mastermind specialist subject. Okay, well, I've got 10 questions for you on that topic. And then basically it's one point for each. 
And we will get through all 10. We're not going to put a time limit on it. So we'll see how many you can get and um, see how many you can contribute to Team Glasgow. So right, I'm, I'm answering this out loud, I take it, yeah? Yeah, you can answer it out loud. I've, I've set up, I, I, I toyed with like some sort of weird scheme where we had to write down and do conversations, but all the, all the rounds that we've got are probably going to be able to be done out loud. Um, cool. I think that right. would be the best audio since this is a podcast. Exactly. I, I was thinking we'd, ha- we'd have to edit and fuck about otherwise, so why not just do it this way? Um, all right, Rob, are you ready to go? Uh, yes. Okay, question number one. Which former Hearts player scored the goal which knocked the club out of the League Cup in this season? Jamie McAllister. Incorrect. It was Ramon Pereira. Bastard. <laughs> for Livingston. Um, question number two. What was Hearts' biggest win of the season and who were the opponents? Uh, biggest win of the season was... Fuck. This is good audio here, Rob. <laughs> I know. Um... Was it? I'm looking at Joel's face. I feel like he knows. Was it four 0 against Hibs? It, it wasn't. It was five 0 against Falkirk on Boxing Day. Jesus Christ! Okay, right. question number three. Who scored Hart's second penalty in the shootout in the cup final? Robbie Nielsen. Correct. Question number four. Rudy Scatchel scored in each of Hart's first seven league matches. What was the first game in which he failed to score? Uh, Rangers at home. Yes, one 0 win against Rangers. Correct. Question number five. Hearts broke their club record to sign Mirsad Bezlija from which club? Uh, Ghent. Incorrect. The answer was Genk. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, That's what I said. It's just bad audio. <laughs> I was listening very carefully there. Question number six. Which squad number did Roman Bednar wear during the season? Number 12. Correct. Uh, number seven, Christoph Berra scored his first goal for Hearts during this season. Who did it come against? Kilmarnock. Correct. Question number eight, Hearts scored 71 league goals during the season. Who scored the last one? In the league season. In the league season. Paul Hartley. Correct. Uh, question number nine, Robbie Nielsen made a famous last-ditch tackle in the Scottish Cup final. Which Gretna player did he prevent from scoring? Uh, Grady. Incorrect, David Graham. And question number 10, Hearts picked up eight red cards during the season. Who was the first player to be sent off? Stephen Presley. Incorrect. It was Craig Gordon in the 2-2 draw with Falkirk. Uh, Falkirk, yes. Yeah, no. Yep. That's right. Damn it. Yep. So, I thought so that was it was for Jan there, there were a lot of them. Um, there, there we go. Um, so, Rob, that, that was, a, I think, a fairly decent fist at that round. It was one, two, three, four, five you got right. So, five out of ten for Team Glasgow. I'll take that. Thanks. Um, so next up is going to be Craig. Yeah, and what's your specialist subject, Craig? Uh, my specialist subject is the 2017-2018 Scottish Premiership season. And why did you pick that? Because I watched literally every single match. Okay, so, so you, you should be in a pretty strong position for this round, but let's find out. Okay, question number one. Chris Boyd finished the season as the top scorer in the Premiership that season. Who was the second highest scorer? Alfredo Morelos. Correct. Two Scottish players scored hat-tricks in the season. Name either one of them. Oh, for God's sake. Um, No, I saw this earlier as well. I've completely forgotten. I'm just going to guess Boyd. No, it was uh, Gary Mackay-Steven and Stephen McLean. Question number three. What was the highest scoring match of the season? Uh, Hibs 5, Rangers 5. Correct. Hearts defeated Celtic 4-0 to end their long unbeaten run. How many matches had Celtic gone without defeat in the league? 69. Nice. 
Um, question number five. Which company sponsored two different Premiership teams in this season? Oh, God. Um, no, I don't think I'm going to get this one. Unless it was a... No, I don't form of them. They had the same sponsor in years, have they? Um, oh, not a clue. It was McEwen Fraser Legal. Um, <laughs> Could have played all day. I, 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 I should have written down who they sponsored. I think it might have been Dundee Marvel. United and Inverness. Um, right, hang on, you said Dundee Ride. No, it wouldn't be Dundee United. They weren't in the bloody league. It could have been Dundee as well. But Dundee and anyway, I wrote I wrote down the answer and not the teams, but you can you can look that up for yourselves. Um, question number six: How many red cards did Ryan Jack receive in the league? Four. Correct. Question number seven: Which player appeared in the match day squad for three different Premiership clubs in this season? Uh, I'm going to go for Connor Salmon. Incorrect. It was Scott Bain. Oh, of course. Question number eight. Who was the oldest player to appear in the Premiership in 2017-18? Nah, not a clue. Aaron Hughes. <laughs> yeah, I'd scrubbed him from my memory. Uh, he was uh, 38, I think. Um, question number nine. Ian Cathrow was sacked by Hearts before the league season started, but who was the first manager to leave after the season kicked off? Jim McIntyre. Correct. And number 10, Steve Clark officially took over as Kelly manager after the 2-0 victory over Partick Thistle in October. Who scored the first goal of his reign? Oh, uh, God. Um, Eamon Brophy. It was Chris Burke in a 1-1 draw against Rangers last minute. Equaliser. Oh, so, so that was another fairly decent effort. So we got one, two, three, four, five as well. So we are neck and neck after round one. It's Edinburgh 5, Glasgow 5 just as it was in the high-scoring match of the 2017-18 Scottish Premiership season. Um, all right, so we will carry on with the quiz, and the next round is going to be an old favourite, which is name the starting eleven. So basically what we're going to do is I've got a classic game from Scottish football past. Each of you will take it in turns, one at a time, you know, alternating between teams to pick a player who was on the park during that game. So you can pick any player who started or any player who was a used substitute, if you name an unused substitute, you'll have another goal. And what will happen is once you get one wrong, you'll be eliminated, but your teammate will still be alive. And then the game only finishes when one team has been knocked out. Is everyone quite clear on the rules? Uh, yes. If the winning team has one player left, they'll get five points. If the winning team has both players left, they will have seven points for this round. So the match in question took place in uh, 2017. It was, sorry, 2016, it was Falkirk 3, Hibernian 2 in the second leg of the Premiership playoff semi-final. All right, so since you're at the top of my screen, um, and since it's the order that appears for me, it's going to be Joel, then Graham, then Rob, then Fowler. So Joel, all I need you to do is pick any player who appeared on the park during that game. Bob McHugh? Yep, Bob McHugh is correct. Graham? Blair Alston. Also correct. Rob? James Keatons. Also correct. Fowler? Luke Leahy. Correct. Joel? Jason Cummings? Correct. He did come on as a substitute, but he did play. Graham? Uh, Marvin Bartley. Also came on as a substitute. Rob? John McGinn. John McGinn played, yes. Conrad Logan. Yes. Joel. These are Fifey. Yes. Graham. Uh, Jamie McDonald. Incorrect. So you're, you're out. 
Louis Stevenson. Louis Stevenson played for Hibs. Danny Rogers. Correct. Paul Hamlin. Correct. Anthony Stokes. Correct. David McCracken. Correct. This is a good effort you're putting in here. Peter Grant. Peter Grant did not play. So it's definitely, it's 1v1 now. It is uh, Rob v uh, Fowler to decide who gets the five points. So Rob, you're next up. William Henderson. Correct. Will Vox. Correct. Kevin O'Hara. Kevin O'Hara was an unused sub for Falkirk, so you can go again. <laughs> uh, uh, Come on, ref. I I know, I know. Um, <laughs> David Gray. Correct. Uh, John Baird. John Baird, yes. Um, given how long it took me to get David Gray, we might be in for a long, a long... <laughs> Dick Talk. Yeah, all right. Come on, mate. Gives a chance. Um, Tell it to the time turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can I can picture this Falkirk player in my mind, but I can't remember his name for the fucking life of me. Um, And it's really gonna annoy me. So. Greg, come on! Come on! No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I can't think of it. You've been bamboozled. <laughs> uh, right. So, so congratulations to Team uh, Edinburgh on their success there. So, I'll run through the players that you could have had. Um, for Falkirk, you could have had Aaron Muirhead. You could have had uh, Paul Watson. Craig Sibbles. Um Craig Sibbles, Yes. Um, Mark Kerr. And then oh. the substitutes that were used by Falkirk: Scott Shepherd, Miles Hippolyte, and Lee Miller. <laughs> Hippolyte was my next guess if Rob got one correct. And the unused subs for Falkirk were McCann. I don't actually know who McCann that is actually now that I'm looking at it. Kevin McCann, maybe? I think so. Uh, Dennis Mehmet, the goalkeeper, and Tony Gallagher. And for Hibs, the two starters you didn't get were uh, Darren McGregor and Dylan McGeoch. Um, and you could also have unused subs, Mark Oxley, Liam Fontaine, Martin Boyle, uh, Nicholas Gunnarsson, and Chris Dagnall would have, <laughs> would have given you another go. That that was a, an impressive round, I have to say. Actually, you, you did well, but um, Craig, Craig Fowler pulled it through for Team Edinburgh. So you, you're going at a 10-5 lead as we move into round three. I said, I'm sorry, Graham. I'll be better. Oh, I absolutely chucked it early doors, so it's my own fault. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you got through at the final. You, you kept your, your team in with a, a shout. Um, but, but round three here is going to be a twist on a Terrace podcast favourite. And it is Queen's Park or King Tut's. Um, so... As with the, the usual, um, we're going to basically just go around you all. So each team will get a player, essentially, and you have to, or a person, and you have to say whether they played for Queen's Park or whether they've played at King Tut's. So a fairly easy idea here, and we'll see how it goes. So I think um, we're going to allow, uh, yeah, we'll do this by team, so you're allowed to confer with each other within a team um, over the audio here before you make your decision. And the first name on the list for Team Edinburgh is Ryan Finney. He's, he's, he sounds very Queen's Park. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I agree with Joe. I think we should go for that. And that is correct. Ryan Finney is a current Queen's Park defender. For uh, Team Glasgow, the first name is Dave Roundtree, like the pastels. King Tots. 
I'm going to say tuts for that. Yeah, Dave, Dave Rowntree is the drummer in Blur. Okay. Uh, he also invented fruit pastels, so well done. Um, so I made that joke twice. It was bad enough the first time. Um, <laughs> all right, for uh, Team Edinburgh, it is Robert Leckie. Uh, I'm, I'm going to suggest King Tuts. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. It's quite distinct. Robert Leckie scored in the 1874 Scottish Cup final for Queen's Park. Ah, uh, okay. And then played King Tuts after, yeah? <laughs> and not, not that I know of. Uh, for uh, Team Glasgow, is Alexander Ferguson. I'm going to go for Tuts with this one. Yeah, I know that as well. Uh, no, Alex Ferguson is a famous Aberdeen and Manchester United manager who once played for <laughs> Team Park. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I had to give him his Sunday name um, Next up for uh, Team Edinburgh Is Paul McGuigan uh, This sounds like a trick question written all I over think he's, I think... Sorry the audio went bad there which Oh is sorry, we're, we're going for King Tuts You're going for King Tuts and you're correct Paul McGuigan, better known as Gwigsy Was the bassist in Oasis Of course Okay, for Team Glasgow We have Kieran Webster He's Queen's Park, isn't he? I'll, I'll take your lead on this one, Graham. Queen's Park. Kieran Webster, Craig Fowler will know very well, uh, he- is the bassist and does the vocals in The View. Yes. <laughs> I, like, I really enjoyed, though, Graham, really going, that's Queen's Park. <laughs> he, he does really sound cool. like a Queen's Park player, but so do they all. That's the, that's the, the fun of the game. Um, okay, for Team Edinburgh, it is Adam Wiles. Adam Wiles? Yes. So he, he doesn't sound like someone from the late 1800s and I don't recognise that name from, certainly from the last few years. Um, I don't I'm, know, I think, I think this is Queen's Park. I'm edging, I'm, I'm, I'm edging towards uh, King's Tuts. King Tuts. No, that's, it's for the reasons I think he's pulling on a sneaky one. I think it's, I think it's Queen's Park. I think, he's, he's, I think he's trying to, for the exact reasons why you said, that's why I think it's Queen's Park. I think some of some answers are just just the right answers because they're obvious. Okay, we'll go with yours then. So we're going with Joel. Yep, King Tuts. Tuts. That's correct. Uh, Adam Wiles is Calvin Harris. That's his real name. <laughs> so Edinburgh get another one on the board. Um, Our music knowledge is absolutely terrible. Okay, next up is Jamie Cook. Uh, I want to say that's Queen's Park. I'll go with that. Comfortable with that. Jamie Cook is the guitarist in the Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, I was going to say he's in the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> listen, listen, I know bands. I don't know band members, all right? <laughs> okay, next up is uh, for, for Edinburgh is Johnny Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, now, now, Fowler, this is the one where you think, right, that's yes. obviously King Tuts, but I think we have to go to Queen's Park. Yeah, I'm going to Queen's Park. Yeah, and you are correct. He played for Queen's Park in the 1950s. <laughs> All right, for Glasgow, it's George O'Dowd. Graham, I, I keep I keep getting these wrong. He is a Queen's Park player. Confident. George O'Dowd, uh, better known as Boy George. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm not doing well here, mate. Not going well. I generally okay. thought I generally thought Rob was just going to write. So you feel confident about Queen's Park? Let's just go King's King Tut. <laughs> <laughs> Um, next one up, or we're, we're nearly end of this uh, this interminable disaster of a round. Uh, for Edinburgh, it is Robert McCall. 
Uh, Queen's he, Park. Queen's Park, there, yeah. Yeah, he is R.S. McCall of the shop fame. Of scoring a hat-trick against England fame and other fames as well. Um, okay, for uh, Graham and Rob, Andrew Watson. Go on, Rob. Um, I think whatever I suggest will go for the opposite, right? So, Andy Watson, Andrew Watson, uh, I'm going to say King Tuts. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that he's an early Scotland internationalist uh, part of Queen's Park. So, yeah, so we're going to go the opposite of what you think. Uh, yes, I. Yeah, Queen's Park. Uh, yeah, Queen's Park. Yeah, well, you you got this, Fowler. Yeah, yeah. He's, is he not the first uh, black Scottish footballer? He is the very first black footballer known in the whole world. He's on the mural, or he was until he got graffitied on, I think, outside Hampton, I think. Okay, three more to go. Um, the next one is for Edinburgh, is Rory Graham. In touch for me, but what are you thinking, Fowler? Yeah, I'll go the same. I've not got a clue in this one. Rory Graham is Rag and Bone Man, which... Give. I'm learning a lot, if anything. If there's anything that's come out of this, I'm learning a lot. It's a very like disconcerting name compared to the the real name compared to the act. Final well, one. All we can really hope for, Joel, is that we all learn something today. Yes. I've learned that I'm shite at quizzes. <laughs> the final one for Glasgow, before we have the final collective one, is uh, Mustafa Mansour. Uh, I'm going to say Queen's Park. Go with that. Go with that. That's correct. Mustafa Mansour was an Egyptian international goalkeeper who played for Queen's Park in the 1930s, I think. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, okay, and the final one, which you're, you're each going to take a, a punt at, um, is James Allen. Um, oh, God, right. <laughs> I know who this is. I don't know. If, um, wait, can I answer both? You can answer whatever you want. A, I'm going to go I mean, both. It's... I think it's both. That seems like the sort of slimy little curveball that Craig Anderson... Yeah, yeah so, I mean, that's the point of me putting that one in. I thought, I can't he's ask you that. He's, uh, yeah, James Allen was the lead singer of Las Vegas, who also played for Queen's Park, um, which was the, the inspiration for the round, I suppose. But anyway, in terms of the serious ones, it was 6-3 to Edinburgh from that round, which means Edinburgh are building up quite a, a strong lead here. It's now 16-8. It's all right. Halfway through, they'll demand that the, the quiz location is changed so that it's next to the front door, and then that's the point we'll start pulling it back. And I don't know what happens if the Zoom call ends early here. Actually, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to come up with some rules. Maybe the, the whole the whole quiz will be null and void at that point. All right, <laughs> we will move on to round number four. Round number four is a kind of the kind of name how many of a thing you can get, and then the other team can outbid you. There's a better name for that, but that's what I'm doing. So, <laughs> excluding own goals, of which there was one, there were 27 different players who scored in a Scottish Cup final in the 2010s. So, from the 2010 Scottish Cup final to the 2019 Scottish Cup final. All those 27 players, and I'm going to let uh, Glasgow pick first because they're behind. How many of those can you name? Uh... Graham, what, what are you thinking? Well, I, I, I imagine that you can name at least, what, 10? Given that there's five plus one from one cup final you've been at. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think I could name a good few. But I, I, think, I think I could name... Uh, <laughs> I think I could name, like, 20. Let's do 20, then. Oh, okay. wow. That's a big, it's a big number. 
Uh, so, so I should say as well, it's uh, five points for winning this round. It's, uh, it's, uh, well, it's not how many points you get on this. Are Edinburgh willing to go to 21? Go for it. Let's bury yeah. these bastards. We would like to do 21. Okay, well, they do have the opportunity to outbid you again and go up to 22. Graham, how are you feeling? 22 seems like a lot. There's, so there's 27. So you're looking to get all of them but five. That's right, yeah. Can you, name all the final, can you name all the finalists since 2010? Uh, so Dundee United won it in 2010, Celtic won it in 2011, Hearts won it in 2012, Celtic won it in 2013, St Johnston won it in 2014, uh, Cali Tissel won it in 2015, 2016 was Hibs, 2017 Celtic, 18 Celtic, 19 Celtic. And you look at essentially all but five of those scorers. And given the final got 17 already, 22 seems like a smart move. Could be a bluff in that play here, of course. Nah, I've seen his face. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, 22. Yeah. Do we have a 23 from Edinburgh? Nope. Let's let's have them name 22. Okay, so Graham and Rob, between you and I do have to take any answer that you blurt out, so do be careful. If you're conferring, I'll be able to tell the difference between conferring and actually giving an answer. 22 players who have scored in a Scottish Cup final from 2010 to 2011. Sorry, 19. Okay, right. and you can start any time you want. So, Dundee United, 2010, 3-0-1 against Ross County. Yep. Craig Conway? Correct. Um, he scored twice. I can't remember who scored the other one, so come back to that. Yep. 2012 would be Darren Barr, Rudy Scatchell, Danny Granger, um, Ryan McGowan and James McPeak. All the players you said so far are correct, and I believe you have six players named. Yeah, 2011 final was Celtic Motherwell, wasn't it? Yes, it was, which is uh, Keyshawn Young's one of those. Yeah. Um, the other scorers in that game I'll come back to. I know Keyshawn Young is certainly one of them. That was correct, so you're on seven. 2014 was St Johnston beating uh, Dundee United, and that was Stephen McLean yeah. scored the second. Stephen Anderson scored the first. Yeah. Okay, so that's nine. Uh, the 2015 final would be Craig Sibbald scored for Falkirk uh, and for Callie Thistle James Vincent and is it this is conferring for clarity is it Molly Watkins that got the other one so, so I'm, I might need to carry on but, but you were in fact uh, wrong with Falkirk's goal scorer Grant Peter Grant so your your, your bold move um, didn't, didn't quite pay off you were correct it was Molly Watkins for um, Inverness and also James Vincent who scored there Okay, so if we go back to 2010, um, and we can, can all join in as a team here. Um, you got correctly that Craig Conway scored twice. Who else scored for Dundee United in that final? Goodwillie with a chip. Yes, David Goodwillie was the goal scorer. 2011, um, you had Ki Sung Young. There was, there was another couple of goals in that game. Who scored a free kick? Charlie Mulgrew scored. The other one was uh, Stephen Craig's own goal, which I'd said was, wasn't counted towards that. 2012, we got all of them. 2013, Celtic won against Hibs again, wasn't it? No goal scorers from that one. Uh, Stokes, maybe? Stokes didn't score in that one, but it would have been a correct answer, so you'd have been all right. Yeah, yeah. 2013 was the one I, I couldn't really remember. Uh, it was Gary Hooper and Joe Ledley. 2014, we already covered. 2015, we've already covered. It was Peter Grant who scored for Falkirk. 2016? Uh, Stokes... David Gray, Andy Halliday and Kenny Miller. Yep. Uh, 2017? Uh, Stuart Armstrong, Tom Rogic and Johnny Hayes. Yep. 18? That was Cal McGregor. Oh yeah. James Forrest? James Forrest didn't score. He scored in every League Cup final ever but not a a Scottish Cup final. Was it in champ? 
It was Olivia and Cham. And 2019? Uh, Ryan Edwards and Odson Edward. Yeah. Okay, so Edinburgh stretch even further ahead with the five points from that round. Um, it's now looking a bit of a route. I think we have time to slip in one of the extra rounds, though, which is a little bonus for you all. I spoke earlier about the fact that we weren't going to have a round that we're going to write down, but in fact we are because we've got time for it. So <laughs> I did think about trying to set up these breakout rooms on Zoom so that you can um, do this. I'm going to try it. If, if this goes all wrong, then, well, tough. But I'm going to try and put Graham, Graham and Rob into a room, and I'm going to try and put uh, Joel and Fowler into a room. You should have an invitation. But what I'm going to do is ask you the, the list of questions first. Oh, Rob's already disappeared. I don't, <laughs> know, if can, <laughs> don't know if you can hear me or not, but Graham, you, you, you can take the questions with me. Um, we, have, <laughs> we have 10 names of uh, sponsors who have at some point in their history sponsored a Scottish club. So number one is Wonga. Number two is Stenaline. Number three is Millions. Number four is Seriously Strong. Number five is intelligent finance number six is the untouchables number seven is kingsford capital management (laughs) number eight is central demolition number nine is iron brew and number 10 is morning noon and night and if any of those companies want to send me the products of whatever they sell to my house then i will uh, just get in touch and i will pass on my address for this highly sought after advertising spot all right so if you're able to join these rooms now, right, well, I, I, I take it the, the objective is objective is to name the team whose sponsor is this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We don't just need to seasons or anything. Yeah, just the team. No yeah, I, should have, I should have explicitly said that, but you all worked it out. So if you tell me what they are, oh, okay. I thought yeah. I can actually pick up some of this nice audio and see if I can use it. Stenaline <laughs> uh, Stranra. Yeah. Millions is Morton. Uh, yeah. Seriously strong is Kelly. Yeah. Uh, intelligent finance is Livy. Yeah. Untouchables is Motherwell. Yeah. Uh, Kingsville Capital Management is Aberdeen. I would imagine so. Yeah. That's the that's the swishy logo on the front, is it not? Aye. Yeah, I think so. Central Demolition is Falkirk. Yeah. Iron Brew is Queen's Park. Yeah. And Morning, Noon and Night is Dundee United. Dundee United, aye. Yeah. Smashing. Right. Okay, that's the 10. I'm pretty, like, the only one is the Kingsford one because that feels like a bit of a trap, but I can't imagine Kingsford responsible to anyone else. Has Fowler not joined you in here? No, but he's, he's basically texting me the answers. What he sent me is uh, we have got one, two, three, four, five. I think we've got them all, maybe apart from one. Right, got our 10. I'm actually confident this time. Too little, too late, I think, but you know. Oh, we can always pull it back. Maybe Joel, I mean, Joel might collapse under the pressure, which is entirely believable. <laughs> Joel on the special subject round. Mm. Mm. Like, Fowler seems to have just disappeared from the whole call, so you might, yeah, although he, his, his bit's actually done, so. you. I mean, you would kind of hope that they're better at this than us, given that they get paid to write about it. True. All right, through, through the magic of uh, editing, we're now all back in the room. <laughs> Joel, have you got a stab at uh, the one that we didn't get? Uh, I, who did I who did I think of? Uh, who was it? Um, send, send me via WhatsApp. Okay, just a, a panic guess. <laughs> How about this? I've sent something back to you. Yeah, the um. <laughs> oh, hold on. I think you, the the former, but one other one I did uh, the one I did think of. Right. Which one do you want to go for, the former or the one you sent? Uh, I'll, I'll leave up to you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for the one I, I've just got a feeling about that cool uh, go for it right where's uh, fuck where's this list I also didn't realise that people would read my writing so good luck with that Craig right Craig I've sent over our list now so cool we can say them out without right, that's, that's <laughs> fine alright 
Uh, okay, so number one, and we can just shout out answers or whatever we do. Number one was Wonga. Arts. 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 Friend, friends of the dodgy loan. Um, number two, Stenoline. Yeah, geographical. Uh, number three, Millions. Morton. Yep, Green, Green at Morton FC. Um, helps to be owned by the same person. Um, number four, Seriously Strong. Come on. Yep, yep. We, we've had a real history of being sponsored by weird things. Uh, it's went from cheese, it's going to be pies next season, so excellent. Number five, Intelligent Finance. Levy, which is funny. <laughs> Yep. It was worn when when they were in administration, as they went into administration. Excellent. Number six, the Untouchables. Mullerwell. Yep, Mullerwell. Ah, fuck, we went for Airdrie. Oof. Close geographically. It's not a Chinese buffet as well, the shop that was the Untouchables. Oh, okay, okay. Not Airdrie Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven, Kingsford Capital Management. Aberdeen. Partick Festival. Partick Festival. Partick Festival is the correct answer. It was the it was a company that spawned Kingsley. Ah, of course. Which tells you, you know, how they kept saying, "Oh, it's, it's great, great exposure for the company." You just didn't even know who they were, so they didn't manage that capital very well after all. Um, number eight, Central Demolition. Falkirk. Falkirk. Yeah, they've been sponsoring Falkirk for well over a decade. Iron Brew. Number nine, Queens Park. Likewise, a, a long running sponsorship. And number ten, Morning, Noon, and Night. Dundee United. Dundee United. Yeah, the the famous grocery. Um, all right, so I think if I am correct, that was uh, ten out of ten for um, Glasgow. So, so mounting something of a comeback there. Yeah. And Edinburgh, I think, got eight. Does that tally up with what you said? Yeah, yes. that sounds about right. Yeah. All right. So if we mark up the scores before the final round to just to see if it's even possible or if you need snookers at this point, Graham. Edinburgh have twenty nine points and Glasgow have eighteen points. So um, unless. Unless Joel loses points here, it seems like this mastermind round might be... In fact, right, let, let's, to make it interesting, let's add in a bonus round because I've prepared it anyway, just so that there might be a chance that there's some something going on f- for this year. So we're going to do the mastermind round, and if Graham can get to within five points, then it will be uh, another name that team. All right? Cool. Yep. Everyone's happy with that, just to keep the viewers entertained. Um, <laughs> or the listeners, nobody's viewing this except me. Let's go. Let's put Joel up first this time on the specialist subject. Joel, what was your specialist subject? Uh, my specialist, uh, my specialist subject would have been hearts related, but uh, Rob, Rob got in there, so I've gone for Dundee United season 2013-2014, and I am shit scared. So why did you pick that, Joel? Apart from the the hearts not being able to pick hearts. Uh, I just enjoy, really enjoyed watching United that season. I, I know you uh, and I went to went a game against Hearts actually at Tynecastle that season, and yeah, they were good. Yes, uh, they bodied us. All right, question number one. Dundee United failed to score in their first two games of the season. Which player finally got them off the mark in their third game? Your Armstrong against Hibs, 1-1 draw. Correct. Number two, Dundee United scored four or more goals on 11 separate occasions in that season. How many times did they score five? Three. Correct. Number three, Radislav Czerniak played in 45 of their 46 games in all competitions. Which goalkeeper played in the other game? A 3-1 defeat to Aberdeen in May. Um, McCallum uh, what is his first name bastard bastard McCallum <laughs> um, his first name completely escapes me uh, all I can think of is Paul McCallum uh, but it's not um, Craig McCallum it was Mark McCallum I'll give you half a point for that number four one other Dundee United player made 45 appearances that season who was that Andy Robertson yeah, it was Paul Payton Andy Robertson was uh. 44 I think Question number six. 
From which English non-league... Oh, no, sorry, question number five first, because five comes before six. Andy Robertson scored the only double of his career during this season. Who was it against? Partick Thistle. It was against Kilmarnock in the Scottish Cup. 5-2 win. Question number six. From which English non-league side did United sign both Callum Butcher and Kudus Oyunuga? Hazen Redding. I'll give you another half a point. It was Hazen Yedding. Ah, um, So that... Question number seven. Which United player hit the post in the Scottish Cup final just a few minutes before St Johnston took the lead? Ryan Dow. Correct. Question number eight. Ryan Gold rose to prominence after assisting all four goals in a 4-1 victory in November. Who were the opponents? Inverness. It was Partick Thistle. You said that already! (laughs) (laughs) Question number nine. Nadia Chiffchi finished the season as United's top scorer with 17 goals. What squad number did he wear? 15. It was 21. Bastard. And finally, which former United player scored a last-minute equaliser to deny them a victory at Celtic Park in November? Oh, that's uh, bastard. Um... Bastard McCallum again. <laughs> <laughs> he, he moved on by then. Who the fuck is that? Um, Graham's got it. I've <laughs> <laughs> got it. Excellent uh, United. Let's uh, just need to go for someone and I'll go for... Nah, nah, draw a blank. Okay, Graham, who is it? Barry Robson. It wasn't, it was Charlie Mulgrew. Ah, uh, okay, so that, that started off well and then kind of tailed, tailed to, away towards the end, but I think you got one, two and a half, three, four for that round. So so you have somewhat let Graham in. If Graham can, can get a big score here, then we may take it to the final kind of bonus round. I think you are going to need to get 10 out of 10 here, Graham, not that there's any yeah, pressure. Um, I reckon this is going to be a struggle. The, the more I think about this, the more I think this is a terrible idea. So Graham, what was <laughs> your specialist subject? Uh, my specialist subject is the life and times of Michael Higdon. And, and why did you pick that? <laughs> because I had to pick something and I absolutely adore Michael Higdon so it gave me the opportunity I mean I did some research which was mainly just watching Michael Higdon videos again so it didn't really do, do me any good well, there's not a video around here so that you may be in a bit of trouble <laughs> alright question number one in which year was Michael Higdon born? Um, is that in any of videos Graham? <laughs> <laughs> I have to get be early 80s it'll be 83 correct Question number two. Michael Higdon's first goal for Motherwell came in August 2011. Who was it against? Clyde. Correct. Question number three. Higdon was named as PFA Player of the Year for 2012-13. The other nominees were Lee Griffiths, Niall McGinn and who else? Andrew Shinney. Correct. How many hat-tricks did Higdon score for Motherwell in competitive matches? Three. Correct. Good help! (laughs) Question number five. In which year did Higdon join Falkirk from Crew Alexandra? Um, so what? 2013, 2012, 2010. 2008? It was 2007. Yeah. Question number six. I think he had the next three years at St Mirren, I think. Question number six. Question number six. Which Dutch club did Higdon join after leaving Motherwell in 2013? NEC Nijmegen. Correct. Question number seven. Higdon's final goal for Falkirk came on the final day of the 2008-09 season. Who was it against? St Mirren. It was against Inverness. It kept oh. in the SPL. Question number eight. On Higdon's St Mirren debut, his strike partner scored five goals. Who was that strike partner? Um, Billy Mehmet. It was. Against East Stirlingshire. 
Question number nine. On the night he won the PFA award, Higdon was arrested for an incident with bouncers at which Glasgow nightclub? Uh, the Corinthian. Correct. <laughs> Question number ten. Higdon played in two cup finals in his time in Scotland. What did they both have in common? Um, I presume that he lost both. Is not to is is not a, a, a bit so, more a bit more than that. He lost both to who would have been both to Rangers. Can you give me any more? Who had players sent off? I'll give you half a point. They were both one 0 Right. Okay. Yeah, but it was quite a quite a vague question, so I'm, I'm happy to give you half a point for that one. All right. So I think that was a, that was a pretty solid run. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and a half out of ten, which is a pretty solid score. It doesn't quite bring you um, close enough for that last round to be a. Uh, so no, you're you're just slightly too far away for it to be worth having an extra round. So with that said, I think we will wrap up the very first and hopefully not the last, especially if we're stuck in the house for this long, Terrace Podcast full-length quiz episode. Craig Fowler is doing some embarrassing dancing here. Um, it's, it's like a John Daly celebration. and uh, oh, by a Lee McCulloch celebration there. Now he's got, now he's got Stephen McLean going on as well, if he's, as if he's da looking down the line. But yeah, so so it was uh, it was it was good fun for all, and I hope uh, I hope all the listeners enjoyed it as well. I hope you were listening along and, and try to answer the questions. If you weren't, then why are you even listening? We'll wrap it up for there, and there's loads more uh, podcasts coming up in the next while. We're, we're we're basically recording something every day. Um, some of it for the main show, most of it for Patreons. So feel free to sign up for the Patreon if you want something to keep you busy during this rather unpleasant period. Um, and I'll just uh, I'll just let everyone else uh, pick pick something, say bye. I, I'm I'm losing the ability to speak. I've been talking too much in this show. You'll be fed up on my voice. So let everyone else say cheerio. I'll let Rob go first because he usually goes last. Thanks for listening, and sorry for letting the entire of Glasgow down. Graham, uh, we still have the biggest dick energy. It's fine, easily. Joel, I feel that Queens Park or King Tut's may just be my game. <laughs> and Craig Fowler, I'll let you sign us off uh, as as the captain of the winning team. Stay safe, everybody. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.